Welcome to The Crossroads, a show where we provide you the tools to unlock your best life, to break boundaries and reach new frontiers. I'm Kaigo, your co-host. I'm Nico Castro. And today we have a very special guest. He's an international DJ. He's a native San Diegan. He's a music event promoter. And he's an international producer. And oh my god, I'm super excited to get into it because I think your music goes a lot deeper than what you've actually have seen because we're in some niche communities mm -hmm. um, specific to dance and your music's played all the oh, time. Oh, really? But he goes by the name of J.R. Jarris. What's up, man? Welcome, man. said it right. Thank you for coming here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. When you first said that over text that I got your name right or pronounced it right, I yeah. couldn't see why anyone would Everyone get it wrong. Everyone says J.R. Jarris, Junior Jarris. Interesting. <laughs> like, I think of like... JR, where are you? Yeah, yeah, JR, because I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, an JR. auntie or a mom getting upset at you yeah, and just my saying. My name's Joseph, so when she's mad, she goes, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, JR, Joseph, where are you? Um, but yo, man, thank you so much for coming through today. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Cool. Uh, first thing is, could you explain to us, like, kind of what you do? Uh, for someone's not that's not familiar with the music industry or that's familiar with no. the production side, like, what do you do professionally? Professionally, well, you pretty much nailed it on the head with the production. I make beats. I try to make beats for artists. That's what I'm trying to do right now more uh, frequently because um, before I was just making beats. Oh shit, I tapped it. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You're good, man. No, don't worry. No, what's going on? No, but yeah, I've been trying to make beats for like artists, actual artists now, and like try to release more um, real songs, like actual songs and mm -hmm. stuff. And you started making music probably what when you're 15, 16 years old. Yeah, when I was like yeah, 15, 16, yeah. when I was like a sophomore. And around that time frame, did you recognize that you wanted to do this professionally or recognize that you wanted to reach this point where you're making music? Oh, yeah, I automatically fell in love. Yeah. I automatically fell in love. Cool. Once my friend introduced me to hip-hop and like how he used to rap and stuff, and I was like, he got me into it because he like invited me over, and I, like, mm. I wrote a 16, and I started rapping, and then at the end of the day, he sent me the song, and I was like, what the fuck? Dang. I made this shit, like... I saw my mom, my dad. I was like, "Yo, let's." I'm rapping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. before you were even even producing beats, you were rapping. Yeah, first, I was yeah? rapping. Yeah, I was a rapper. Whoa. For sure. When it came to your thought process of rapping, what was the driving force? Was it just the circumstances or the environment around you you were rapping about, or things you aspired to rap about? Because I know everyone kind of has their different approach as a rapper yeah. or as a rhythm and poet person. Yeah. Um, it's more so like, okay, I'm going to talk about my environment. I'm going to talk about my upbringing like, <laughs> or I'm just going to talk about some fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like 15. So I was just talking about my fucking high school problems and shit. <laughs> what so, high school did you go to? Uh, Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Hey, yeah. Yo, Mount Carmel, actually, where's that? Yeah, Hydro CHS, uh, for life. <laughs> what year did you graduate? 2010. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Would you know any people there? I have a lot of family. I, I grew up in Saber Springs and I grew oh, up in Poway. Uh, I'm 24 right now. 24 right now, yeah. okay. But, so, okay. yeah, our last guest, or basically the family that I run this shop with. Currently, if you're listening through audio, we're at Orbit Vape Shop, my family's store. Um, it's a vape shop, but we also sell indoor house plants and we sell international oh, I just noticed imported <laughs> snacks and sodas. Oh, that's nice. Um, but the whole family, <laughs> we're based out of Saber Springs and we're based out of that Poway area. Oh, yeah, dude. So, yeah. Everyone went to Mount Carmel. Did you ever have a freaking Orbit vape shop in, like, on uh, that uh, Poway Road? No, I know uh, what you're talking about. I forgot like what that, that place is called. There's like a there yeah, was a vape yeah. shop right there that I always kicked it at. Yeah. yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you went to Mount Carmel. That's so yeah. sick. You would never wow. guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever live in Mira Mesa at some point? Yeah, I grew up in Mira Mesa. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Crazy. Boogie, like, we've Mira spent Mesa. so much time in Mira Mesa. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Okay, so you're a North County kid. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. tight. Not down oh south. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm sore thumb. Taking out Chula Vista in the house. Hey. Okay, <laughs> we still love you. Thank Dude, okay, so how much has being in that Carmel Mountain, Mount Carmel, or Rancho Penasquitos area influenced mm -hmm. your music? Um, it's just a lot more, it's just easy going. Like, you know, because yeah. everyone there is fucking down to earth, pretty chill. Like, if you meet the right people, you meet really cool people, you probably know the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, uh, my best friends, um, we go by UV, like, known them since fucking, like, middle school. Yeah, I went dude. to Black Mountain. That's so yeah. crazy. Okay, could you tell us a little bit about your career timeline? So you started doing music, Around 15, 16. Started Yeah, I started, rapping. I started rapping. And then um, I started watching these beat videos that my friend Nefarious made. Have you heard of Nefarious? No. He's from the Bay. Okay. But yeah, I started watching his beat videos. And then I was like, yo, that looks fun. Because mm -hmm. the way he hit the pads, it oh. looks so fun. And I was like, okay, that's dope. And when I was making, uh, when I was rapping, I was more into manipulating my voice mm. rather than actually the rapping part because mm. i would say some bullshit and i'd be like all right time for this part like i love this part like, mm. and then my dad's like you're a producer and i was like no i'm not i'm a rapper <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong yeah nice. and then uh, i uh, saved up money and i got a, a little kai mpv mm -hmm. and then um pirated fucking i illegally downloaded reason yeah and then fucking started going ham Gotcha. Okay. Uh, could you explain yeah. what Reason is? Because I know there's a lot of different softwares yeah, and there's, there's like Ableton, Ableton and, and all that stuff. I just picked up Reason because freaking Nefarious was using fucking gotcha. Reason. I was yeah. like, nah. Was there something and else about like, it that was kind of like user friendly? Actually, it's like really intimidating to look at. Yeah. So like at first I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then like my friend had to like give me like a little tips here and there. Mm. YouTube helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know even how to like a hundred percent use. Crazy. Are you still using Reason today? Yeah, today. And Damn. that yeah. uh, that interface, or not the interface, but that device you're using, the MPC, the Akai thing, mm -hmm. uh, is that what you're still using today, or have you? I upgraded? actually sold it. Oh, yeah, I had to part ways with it. For how many years were you using it? For like eleven years. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So got that yeah. Of what were some strengths yeah. about it? Because I know there's so much up-and-coming equipment that's yeah there's hell every of new shit. yeah i want to get the new one is it just out. like softer buttons is it it's more? just a lot more you can do with it that's so yeah, cool it's just a lot more it's really hard to explain it's just like yeah it's a lot more I'm okay sure. and there's a touch screen and shit it's all fucking modern yeah. i'm sure having started with the older models it helps a lot when you step up to like understanding mm -hmm. this so whole you thing right, you actually it, get an understanding of the yeah. actual equipment yeah because yeah. there's someone like me or who has never tried to produce before like just you put that big ass expensive i spent all this money on this really yeah, expensive yeah piece I, of always yeah right? whenever people like, do that i'm always always i'm like don't do it i'm dude. like yeah i'm a producer <laughs> now you know yeah, what? Like, I'm just because like, you have the equipment don't mean you can make some dope shit exactly i know a bunch of people who have like whole ass studios and they're like oh. Wow. It's crazy, right? Music, no. music's like whatever, bro. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Just because I think just we understand. Because yeah. I made music on like this old ass fucking desktop, like old ass PC desktop with like just my little MPD. Right. That's it. And that thing's still super yeah. powerful, right? And that's, yeah, I made Love Be Like like that. Wow. On that fucking old ass fucking PC. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's not the tool that makes the artist, right? Yeah. It's the artist that makes the tool. And yeah, it's the same upbringing for me. So music is very foreign to me. It's not something I grew up learning. So Nico's been teaching me a lot, and now like he's been talking up, talking you up, and like to this conversation. But for me personally, <laughs> it's been visuals. Yeah, it's been filmmaking. 
So yeah, when yeah. I was 14, I start, I got a um, Windows Movie Maker, and that's what I started on, on like a Dell laptop from high school. Um, and then I got a pirated Sony Vegas, and then I started upgrading to my uh, my, my software. So it's mm-hmm. very similar in terms. I remember you it mentioned, is very similar. Yeah. You mentioned it's like a tool, right? It's like mm-hmm. any other software, mm-hmm. but you just learn it and you keep practicing with it and yeah. you make your own flavor with it. So yeah. I think that's really, really cool that you mentioned that because I think that lays it out really well for a lot of artists out there who are listening. It's not the most expensive equipment that's exactly. going to what make you, you do with it. Exactly, yeah. what you do exactly. with it. So start with like even the free stuff today. and For real, that's all you need. Yeah, if you fucking, yeah, if you want to do something, it takes, it actually takes the um, effort, the, um, what's the word? The effort of actually trying to do it. Mm-hmm. If you were 15 yeah. or 14 and you were growing up at like this era mm-hmm. with the tools we have available now, and you could like mentor yourself, oh, what bro, would you yeah, tell you them? To, fucking, what would you yeah, tell them to do? People become famous in like fucking a year. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like just because they fucking actually like fucking went hard for like a year. Like yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to learn this shit. Wow, it's like I like if like say if I teach someone how to make beats, like it's like up to them to actually mm-hmm. use what I taught you to actually like you know. Definitely. And it's like up to you at that point. Like, you know? I'm sure you grew up with other people around you who were like trying to pursue the same goals, you know? Like, yeah. And so what do you think separates Well not really. Them? Mount Carmel, oh. dude, everyone's trying to dance. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah I guess that's us. <laughs> All my homies were like from SGBM and like fucking yeah. like choreo cookies and shit. For real. So I'm like really familiar with the dance. Wow. So when I saw you dancing to my song, every time I see anyone dancing to my music, I'm always like, fuck yeah, dude. Like that's so fucking awesome. That's like awesome. I get so happy because I grew up around that shit. So like if, oh, I like okay. I have like very high respect for that shit. Yeah. Dude, you know I mean? it's even crazier because since I've been able to dip my toes in both worlds, whether it's like the DJ and the music scene and the production scene, mm. or it's being heavy, heavy, heavy into the competitive breaking scene. And I went to an event in Singapore last year and you actually interviewed the guy who runs that event. It's probably Singapore's top event throughout the entire year, Radical Force. Yes, sir, check out that episode um, of Felix. Very good, yeah. Just in one of the ciphers, they're playing your song. Lovely what? Oh, that's yeah. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, and wow. it's, it's that, and then even going to IBE, the notorious IBE. Mm-hmm. There's this other event in a small city in the Netherlands. They're playing your music. Damn, there's crazy, there's yeah. dancers breaking. What the YK LA people or some shit? Um, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yak, Yak Films. films. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like people yeah, in that yeah, same that pocket. Like in some like other pra- crazy place, and then like, yeah. like oh, my, it was an intimate. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. So that's awesome. There's man. so many teams like in the choreography scene. I need to that find I these videos. No, yeah, no, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of like videos where they don't credit you or they don't credit uh, a lot yeah. of artists. Have you heard of Syndicate from SF? No. So it's crazy. They just fucking they didn't ask me or anything. I don't even mind, but they just yeah. tagged me on this thing. It's like um, they did a whole ass, pretty much a music video to Saturday. Wow. But it's like the whole dance team dancing in one huge ass Airbnb and it's like one take. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, and I'm like one dude choreographed it and I was like, I was so mind blown. Like I got teary eyed. I was like, what Whoa. the fuck? Yeah. How happy they were at the end when they got it down. As you can, I could tell like that shit probably took how many takes? Right. They're just sitting there in the house for like hours listening to my song for over and over and over and over again. And they're still that happy when they finally get it down that one time. Mm-hmm. It's like, Damn, it's fucking dude, up. that's crazy. Oh, so right. it's like, in addition to like, the gratitude that comes into your mind when it's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, this team or this production use my song. Mm-hmm. When you're making the next song, do you ever consider or do you think about those things of like, all right, this is probably going to be in the next uh, dance video? No, nah, I don't know. No. Man. 
I, I like to say my music just current mood, mm-hmm. whatever I'm feeling. Gotcha. So I feel like doing a trap beat, then I'll do a trap beat. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time it's house, but because <laughs> I feel like you know, mm-hmm. I feel like funky. Yeah, I think I feel like that's such a San Diego thing exactly. for you to say. Yeah, that, it's right? like I try to like, cause like I don't know, like San Diego. Whenever I think of San Diego, I think of cruising and like palm trees and like happy shit, right? Mm-hmm. And like when I hear like rappers. No, like no, no, like no offense to like San Diego rappers, but sometimes they talking about like, like gangster stuff or like stuff that like, it's like oh shit, like, but we're in San Diego, yeah. bro. It's like, it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> sounds like you're from Poway, also. Maybe, maybe it's because I grew up in the North County, not the fucking down south. Mm-hmm. But like, this is going from my experience of living in San Diego. That's how I feel, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. So like, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I get what you're trying I to say. I want to get that niche of people yeah. that like just want to like you know like, feel happy, yeah, and, like, dance or like do whatever. And has that been... I have, like, a positive. Mm. positive. Has that been a recurring theme throughout your career of just always being in this San Diego chill mood? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Because mm-hmm. I want to bring up swinging. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that, that I had a little uh, dark era. Yeah. Where I was going to a lot of parties. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just like yeah, 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 of kid. course. Yeah, any yeah, other yeah, teenager. Any other fucking kid. Like, I was when going, the swingies topic, like, down came south, up. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm fucking just, like... Yeah, there you go all those parties and everyone was swinging and then I was me and my friends were just like it was honestly a fucking joke mm-hmm. yeah. it was a joke like I made the beat in like five minutes that's my voice the get it get it get it drop is my voice have you heard that song yeah yeah sure. so I, I, that's my voice I was the offspring yeah. and I was the byproduct of <laughs> the swingies generation that yeah, you yeah, jokingly created that, like oh yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, like like everyone like all like I don't know. It's, it's just, fucking crazy, like to think about, like whenever people, like random people that I meet, like even in the music industry, like it's mm. like they like walk up to me and they're like, they like put their hand, like bro, I've known about you for a while. <laughs> That's now. So I'm like, I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, he was like, oh, get it dropped, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like, yeah, what was that? Man. What was that room like when you were making? When you and your friends were just messing around, like it was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it was just fucking fun. That's so crazy. Yeah, we made a whole ass album and it was just all raunchy, just like <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> like I to a point where I had to ask him to take it off of YouTube because I was like, I was like re-listening to it. Like it's really good music. Yeah, but it's just, just like I was rapping some like nasty shit. Like I was. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even want to explain like what I was <laughs> rapping about. That's great. I mean, it's yeah. funny because I think I was just entering into middle school when that became a oh, thing. Oh damn! So like people so kept saying swingy. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I honestly had no idea what the lyrics meant. So it, oh, it, 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 we just kept saying the word swingy. It's just like swingy. That was yeah. a thing. Uh, that know? was just so, like I, a little fucking t- <laughs> like a little like term. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I'm sure crazy. you're familiar with like Kiki Samahan and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiki, yeah. Yeah, like swinging over there. Yep. It's fun, right? Everyone's dropping at this. Yeah. So what are all these Asians doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's amazing. I how swear you, to God, yeah. Yeah. Like one of my black friends said, "Yo, why is everyone dropping at the same time, bro?" I was like, "Yo, just do it, man." <laughs> <sighs> Something that's embarrassing, but I guess it's pretty valuable to this it's, conversation. I, I, I'm like, I, I love, I love it. Yeah, because it's a part of me, and that's why, like, probably, like, I honestly like sculpted my music kind of like because like wow. I was making a lot of beats when that shit happened. Like I produced the like this whole ass like twelve track EP or, or for like for our, our group or a little group YGP or Girls mm-hmm. Pillow and fucking um, yeah that shit like really helped me with my production. Wow, that's cool. Okay, one one side story, but I was at a college party 2014. Um, 
I am this byproduct of growing up in this whole four years of swingies existing mm -hmm. throughout every high school party I went to. I'm at this college party in Long Beach. I'm dancing with this girl, and I ask her, do you know how to swing? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> looking oh, back, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and she, it's extremely cringe. And she's, she's like, like, what? Nope. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah, and then, it's like so common here. You yeah. Everyone just knows it's, how to do it. You would just expect it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing. But at what point in your career did you start making the direction change and getting into Morehouse? And uh, Morehouse is, um, I don't know how that happened, man. It's just. Because you've always had this bounce. Yeah. This bounce that's been throughout your entire sound. And. Yeah. Things started sounding more right friendlier. Oh, my bad. Am I like fucking up? Yeah, Things started sounding more bouncier in your sound, started sounding more flowy, started sounding more friendly, more beachy, more sunnier. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was kind of the first few songs that you made that started going in that direction after that period? Um, it probably like honestly right after that swinging stuff. Yeah. Like, um, I kind of was just like kind of like slap myself out of it because like my friends when I started making music with my UV friends it was like more hip-hop and stuff and then like they kind of started looking at me like what the fuck are you doing dude like <laughs> and I was like wait yeah like what am I doing I could be making way doper shit like why am I wasting my time on this so kind of like but it was fun yeah but then and I started like actually working on my craft at that point and like trying to figure out my sound yeah I still haven't figured out my sound but you know just take it day by day. Yeah, what does a day in the life of just practicing music production look like? Because there's a lot of people, <laughs> like when it comes to breaking specifically, yeah. it's, all right, you can either wake up, if you're an early bird, you go for a run. You okay. do the cross-training stuff and you actually break. Or you can just go to open, like, open public sessions and you can practice for two and a half hours or one and a half hours, pay your $5. And you just yeah. dance and bug out. If you have a list of moves, run through those, and you just kind of do it. Yeah. And that's kind of how you practice. If you're practicing for a competition, you do tournament type of rounds. Um, if you're practicing for a performance, then you have rehearsals. So it's like, in for someone that's from not familiar with music, what does practicing production look like? Oh, practicing? I mean, you wake up and you either feel like making a beat or you don't. And then it's usually just, I don't know, for me yeah. personally, I like, I mean, my work, my work ethic is like kind of messed up because like I would go like two months without making a beat and because I'm just not inspired or like mm -hmm. nothing. And it's like really motivated. I don't like make, I don't like just sitting at the computer and not really like just doing anything. Right. Making some whack stuff. So if I have like an idea, I'll be like, oh shit. And then I'll go to the computer mm. and just fucking try to actually like do the idea. And if it turns out dope, it's dope. If it's not, it's not. Yeah. yeah. What do you do during the times in those two month periods when you're not touching the computer then? Uh, either just like listening to music or just like man this covid shit really fucked me up because like yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so i know i can't even, I, don't, I don't remember like what i used to do when i was actually making a lot uh, of music so mm -hmm. like but like i would say just like just do normal shit yeah doing normal shit living life that's cool yeah when historically when an idea for a song has come up is it just like a simple tap of the leg that crosses your mind or is it like, whoa, I can hear the whole song in my head already? Or how does, how have those yeah. ideas popped up? Sometimes, yeah, I mean, like, sometimes you can, like, just know, like, what the hell you want. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, fucking, I'm trying 
trying to like get in like oh like for intimate yeah like i already had like everything in my head for that that's why like they, like the beats that take like that are like really quick mm-hmm. those are usually the best ones mm. the ones that take like fucking hours and hours you're like spending so much time on it when you really shouldn't be spending that much time on it like you know Whoa. yeah it's usually like yeah. those are the best ones wow yeah that those quick bangers yeah it's like when you like even when you're pretty sure when you're dancing like when you like think of some shit and you're like oh shit that was dope mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah i can definitely see a lot of parallels when it comes to marketing dance or sharing dance and trying to get your name out into the dance industry for more job opportunities mm-hmm. or to get invited to the next battle i i quickly learned that and i think we've talked about it in previous uh podcasts where kind of like that instagram story there was a moment in mm. April of last year where I got reposted by Instagram. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then it was by the mere habit of just posting as often yeah, as yeah, I can, yeah, making it a lifestyle. Because I have this expectation that it might not be day three of a 365-day project. Mm-hmm. might not be day 24. It might but not even be 365. As as they, yeah, as long as I see like yeah. that dedication. Right. It might be like day 432, and it's like that's the one, and that's the one I put the least effort on. Right. I just go outside, oh, and yeah, dance yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it, yeah, there's the parallel. It's like it could be any day, right? As long as you're putting in the work, as long as mm-hmm. you're just doing your best or having fun, it could be that yeah. random day where your song yeah. or your video blows up. Yeah. That's true. Um, that's why it's like I mean unfortunately in today's uh the way it works in social media is quantity rewards you quality you can post like one amazing masterpiece but because of the way that instagram sees it or tiktok sees it or whatever sees it you yeah. see that you haven't been posting every single day they're like yeah with instagram well, yeah with instagram is like quantity you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's, it's a very interesting world that we're living in which is kind of weird because yeah. rather you'd always want quality over quantity right right always for sure. yeah because like yeah even on Instagram, when people start posting a lot, I unfollow them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or if their story, if their stories, yeah, if it's like bad, yeah. yeah, if it's like bad, or like I don't know, yeah. Right. I can only see that same grainy breakdance video so many times. That's in black and white, and it's right. from the floor, <laughs> and it's like they're waiting, they're taking so long to finish their top rock, exactly. and then they get into footwork, and it's like, <laughs> I'm good, man. Right. You're yeah. like, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, ever since COVID and everything changed, how has your flow of work related to music changed? It sucks. Yeah. I need to start, like, need to start working on it better. Yeah. Start working more. Actually, yeah, like, um, I've been actually getting out and, like, working with friends a lot more, though. Like, I have this new song coming out with my homie Adam Flowers and uh, Dion. Mm-hmm. So that shit should be really dope, really fun. It's like a San Diego feel-good song. Dope. Mm-hmm. Nice. Where, where, uh, can we find it on SoundCloud? Where else can we find it's it? It's going to be on all platforms. All right, yeah, yeah, it's going to be on cool. all platforms. Yeah. We'll definitely link it out when it's ready. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, how has that been? Because um, I know COVID has been throwing everybody off of their rocker, you know, especially mm-hmm. the isolation and not being able to go through your daily routine mm-hmm. and especially not being able to, to gather as much yeah right and people being a lot more cautious and yeah and just you know stuff like that so how important is um your your friends and your family to you and your process would you say i say it's really important because like yeah my friends really are the ones that like kind of inspire me with like whenever we go out like you know we kind of inspire each other mm-hmm. and like that's kind of put a halt there 
I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've gone to one to two of your events, Hide and Go Freak. Mm-hmm. And is that a thing? Like, what's the direction of it going? Like, where is it going right now? Harding, hide and go free? Yeah. Um, depends on this COVID stuff. If it does come back, I mean, to be honest, I wanted to start a new, yeah. a new kind of night. Because, like, hide and go free. Because, like, like, I'm pretty sure we're all over, like, that, like, Everyone that kind of like huh? that party, that party like vibe. I want to go back to like that more organic music. Like it's all about the music, not mm. about the party. It's about the music and yeah. people go there for music. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like it's not like that's what I want to get back to because that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. Like I would literally bring out my favorite producers and like people would come out just because they know the producer. Mm. You know what I mean? But then we kind of went into a party route and got DJs instead of producers mm-hmm. and like kind of like got out of hand yeah okay so i want to just i want to loki start a new night but that's even if we can start a freaking new night or maybe right now is the best time because then people be like spread out and actually like just vibe out to some music right that makes sense but you know what i mean it could be the best time or the worst time because like people might not come out because they're scared Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah Yeah. uh could you explain what hide and go freak is or was to people that um it was just um a party that i did once a month with my friend paul and a couple other friends. Um, we brought out local DJs. We brought out DJs from LA, from New York. Uh, we've had people from the UK, New Zealand, and stuff. Um, we tried to bring out dope people, have a good time. It was really fun. Oh, man, I think. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> no mumus. No mumus here. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay uh so i've seen at your shows and i've seen you guys perform at spin but you and paul you guys kind of seem like uh like the two pair like you guys are two perfect teammates um how's your growth in your career with paul and how's that gone it's been yeah i mean he paul only wants um he really pushed me to like try different things and actually like like do more yeah yeah he's a really good guy man he's actually doing big things right now in la yeah, yeah. seeing that he moved yeah over he there. like took the steps to actually went out and do that i was like hell yeah dude do it fucking like nothing's stopping you yeah i always told him to go to la and like he's fucking he's taking advantage of every that's opportunity so cool. he has out there and i really like that's really dope for him yeah from the beginning of your partnership with him how like what's something behind the scenes that people don't know about paul that's pretty admirable man there's a lot of things man he's yeah. just um really um he he cares he's a caring person he thinks like if he's thinking about you he'll like he'll he'll do something or reach out mm-hmm. you know that's dope that's something i really like admire about him yeah yeah i guess and then fuck ball <laughs> <laughs> what are some things that you guys have gone through that was challenging because you guys were hosting an event and you guys definitely picked up oh a huge just crowd. the business and the business and my friends like just balancing that yeah yeah it's probably the hardest part because then like you know butt heads of like what we want to do for the show mm-hmm. I'm like oh no i want to get this verse like nah that's not cool and i'm like oh, hey fuck you dude like, gotcha. <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. any like, specific examples of or or any times where there was a fall not a falling out but it doesn't have to be that dramatic yeah but you mentioned how friends and business can conflict a lot oh yeah man oh yeah even with that swinging shit that's what happened it was like because there's like some some contract came up because some dude wanted to like manage us or whatever and then like that's when shit got really funky 
Right. Like, is it just one of those funky, things yeah. where people are like, yeah, let's get that contract. And some people are like, no, yeah. let's not do it. And that was like one of the biggest learning learning points in uh, my um, my career probably recently. Because like that shit really fucked me up. Mm. So I really like was about it. I don't know. Don't want to yeah. talk about that, but yeah, <laughs> should really, yeah, yeah. I should really, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure with the failures and like just the things that screw you up, you got the lessons, right? And then oh, you yeah. know, next time somebody approaches you, like I'm what always, not yeah, to do, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So that's exactly. always a good, yeah. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing with this whole like thing, you know. I mean, every this is throwing a wrench in all of our plans, but it's like, what can we do about it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Obviously, there's a lot of things we can't control, but there still are things that we can. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now, next time shit hits the fan, right? Like 2008 recession, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of shit hits the fan. But in this time, this is also the best time to throw everything out the window. Like you said, like things that have been going maybe well, maybe we can just reinvent it and do it the way we wanted to, like yeah. before, like, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, like the yeah. That sounds like a there. super dope idea. Mm-hmm. If you're to throw an event again mm-hmm. and just do it purely for the music mm-hmm. and whoever shows up shows up right? exactly yeah that would work really well actually just because you're not relying on numbers and body count right it's yeah. more yeah. just like it's it's what well, yeah playing. and more about just finding because yeah just finding people that you really like that people don't know about like mm-hmm. undiscovered music yeah and it seems like on. the entire music industry has shifted ever since the pandemic occurred and I see a lot of people on Twitch. I see a lot of people on Discord. Yeah. And people are really getting the opportunity to nurture time with their audience, nurture time with their followers because they can get into these Twitch streams. Yeah, I feel like it's building it's building like an actual like a, like a legit fan base. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I haven't hopped on the bandwagon, maybe because everyone was just doing it. I was like, "Oh, I can't. I don't want to do it now." But right. <laughs> but right. I I mean, it like really I guess it's really dope because yeah, it builds like a a new like a new love for like a fan to mm-hmm. like uh, con- or like artist to consumer and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean for sure, especially when there's like donations and stuff. It goes like that extra step further than something like Patreon. Right? Yeah. Um, you can just be having a stream. You could be I don't know folding your laundry, talking about your process and producing music, and then yeah. someone donates like five hundred. <laughs> and then someone donates like five hundred dollars. Tape is falling. I have a few questions from Instagram, from that story. Let's see. Thank you, Kaigo. He's missing. Mr. Philippines. (laughs) (laughs) Let's popcorn these guys. Okay. Uh, We got a question by Trevor De Los Reyes. Oh, a lot of questions. Oh, what? We got questions for you, bro. First question. (laughs) Does JR love his pal Trevor? Trevor. Oh yes. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Who's Trevor? <laughs> oh my fucking god, Richard, I fucking love you, man. <laughs> Alright. And then he says he has three questions. Thank you on for here. letting me use your Netflix. Oh. <laughs> Four questions real actually. Homie, real homie. Trevor also asks, What's your favorite thing to cook? So you're oh. into cooking, yeah? Oh yeah, man, I've been cooking. Yeah, I've been oh. cooking. I've actually been me and me and my girlfriend have been cooking a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've been cooking a lot. Uh, right now, my favorite thing to cook is chicken. Like wings, fried chicken. Whoa. I've been trying to fucking nail that. Yeah? Yeah. Like fried chicken specifically? Yeah. What, what I want to open like a food, uh, like a wing food truck. No or way. Or something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Would you be down for that, Jane? Yeah, we already we already been thinking about oh, that shit. Yeah, shoot, it shit, it's already in the works. Flavor That'd bomb. Be cool. And then you can <laughs> play, flavor bomb. You can put anything <laughs> out of the truck if you want. Wow. 
Subliminal flavor bomb. All right, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you up next time if you guys are ready to run the truck up. That'd yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd wow. Be dope. That'd be super dope. Well, any, I, any investors listening right now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's better than opening up a restaurant right now, right? Like, For real, yeah. Food truck, yeah, just post up. I'll come to your house. Yeah. When did <laughs> oh, food yeah, start yeah. becoming of interest to you? Uh, I don't know. It's just like something that was fun, other than doing music. Yeah. And I kind of like it. Kind of felt like I was like cooking beats and cooking, mm. and cooking food. It's like it's like it was dope. It's like oh, I'm gonna fucking splash some this here like a little little hi-hat here that's sick no, that's really cool it's like that's music cool. you can eat yeah. yeah music yeah. you can eat exactly yo oh, yeah. you just came up with my fucking slogan for flavor bomb mm. <laughs> music you can eat that's pretty sick though no that I, that's actually fire thanks man yeah all right i, I all right. it's, it's an honor, honor. i gotta pay you no, no 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 you're good it's a donation you're welcome so yeah all right <laughs> like trevor was also right. asking what motivates you <laughs> yeah, he's got another serious one after that too. Uh, Thanks, Trevor. Me. Um, anything. It could be like any sound or like like a song that I hear or like food or like I don't know my girlfriend. Um, just yeah. I guess, yeah. I got a, I got another question to that question. I guess, yeah. what, yeah. is, what so, would be like... Sorry, I suck at answering questions. No, that's <laughs> fine. It's all good. <laughs> that's yeah, okay. it's, it's a deep question, but this is not going to be... Maybe It might not be any easier, but uh-huh. this is like, why do you think you want to do this for a living? Oh, like, yeah. Like, why the hell am I even doing this again? Because, man, like, whenever... The feeling you get after you create something from scratch and, like, just listening to an end product and, like, you're happy with it, you don't care if anyone else is happy with it because you're fucking, you created that, like, that piece of art right there. And it just feels amazing. That, right. feel, that feeling is, you can never get over it. And another, like, that feeling of just someone walking up to you saying, dude, I fucking love right. your music or something like that. Just even if one person did that mm-hmm. to me, like, I would be, like, fucking happy. Right. It like, doesn't matter know? how many followers It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it really yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Like, I will still never get used to that shit. Like, even if I had 100,000 followers and someone walks up to me, I'll be like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Like, like thank you, man. Like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's definitely no, cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. And then the last question by... Yeah, that oh, stuff no, means no, the I world. I love that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I can, I can get behind that, definitely. Yeah. And then the last question by Trevor says, where do you see yourself... Where does he manifest himself in five years? Oh, in five years? Shit. So I guess, Hopefully yeah. Uh, on tour. Yeah. Multiple tours. That'd probably. Be nice well, to hopefully living again. in Asia or some shit, too. Living in yeah, Asia. Okay. Yeah, I want to move to Asia, dude. What part of Asia? Do you have any ideas? Um, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Yeah. Out of yeah. all the Asian countries you've been to, what have been your most favorite? I mean, Tokyo course but that shit would be stupid expensive to live there <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah i want to like i want to visit thailand to see if i actually like it you know what i mean because I, I wouldn't mind living there mm, yeah. yeah i always hear good things about thailand yeah i always hear good things my homies always say good things that's food they say that the dj scene out there is really dope mm. and they're actually doing shows right now so wow. like it's like what the hell yeah, yeah. we're kind of behind right now yeah, we're hella yeah. behind, man. <laughs> All my Chinese friends are posting ben, ben, uh, shows at um, at 44K still. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, that's what we get <laughs> for. God damn uh, it. 
All right. Um, Mark Capital was asking, what's it like working with Andre Power from Selection? Oh, man. Andre was, he's, that's, that's my brother right there. I, I lived on his couch in L.A. for like four months. What? Yeah, dude. Like, no, that's my brother right there. I love, I, I, we were just friends. Like, really good friends. Like, at first, yeah, like, I, like, met him. He, someone introduced me to him, and it was just, like, we yeah. were just homies after that. And, like, it was just, it was dope. Yeah, he gave me a lot of opportunities that I can never, like, I will never, like, pretty much, he, he's the reason why, like, I'm here right now. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the whole couch, the couch, the whole thing? Four months? Yeah, it was like for like four months or yeah. so. Yeah, it was like four months. Like, because so like uh, I was living at my other homie's house and then, um, and then they kicked me out. So then, <laughs> <laughs> so then my, I was like going to move back to San Diego. I was like, dude, I don't know if I can, I can find another spot. And then he was like, you just you crash on my spot. And I was like, oh, for sure. And then like, he let me crash. Yeah. How kind. Yeah, super yeah. kind dude, super nice man, super nice dude, um, super hardworking. Um, I've never seen anyone work harder than that, like mm. that dude. Like he, like we would be out till like fucking three o'clock in the morning, and then eight o'clock in the mo like seven o'clock in the morning, he's up on f meetings. Wow, walking back and forth. I'm just like, dude, damn, like hard ass worker. Because yeah. no one knows like what like what the work happens behind. Mm. You know, like how much yeah. work they put in, like selection they. They're putting in fucking work. <laughs> yeah. A lot of work. Very invisible, too. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's all the stuff that they're trying to promote. Right. It's not just the radio show. It's not just yeah, the big production. Like more, it's more than that now. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot more than that. It's pretty, like, I'm pretty proud of them, too. Yeah. And I'm, like, grateful for all the opportunities they've gave me, too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm sure you learned a lot. Just yeah, in period. Yeah. Just yeah. learned a lot. Just, just like, going to any other shows. Like, their shows, like, what made me, like, want my shows to be dope, too. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What is like the mentality that they carry that really, really stuck with you aside from working hard, right? Mm. Um, like what are some little gems that you've picked up, whether it's, I don't know, seeing them in the event production phase of something mm -hmm. like, all right, we got to book these kind of talent. We're looking for something like this. Are they fast paced? Is it a slow, gradual thing? Let's nurture these relationships before we book someone. Um, how's it been seeing their workflow? Um. What, what, do you, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah it's like uh, he's asking. Oh, let me try. Yeah, go for it. But basically, just like, what are the key, the qualities that the like the key ones that stand out in the people that mm -hmm. you've been working around? You know that that really inspire you and like t taught you how like things that you wanted to look up to and become better for. Because like you were talking about how hardworking these guys are, mm -hmm. and just the thing, the work they put in. Um, so being around them in their workspace and just in their environment. Are there are there like common qualities that you see in each of these people that you admire and that you want to because you like bring into your own shows and your mm -hmm. own behaviors and lifestyle? Uh, yeah, just fucking, just really just trying to be about the music. Yeah. 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 It's all about the music and like the, like the being carefree with uh, like or like just being carefree. Yeah. Yeah. So being yeah. being like um, yeah just. What's the word? True to your craft. Yeah, true to the sound. Yeah, true mm -hmm. to yeah. the sound. Yeah. Cool. As opposed to going for yeah, yeah, how yeah. many people can we get in this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How not big? A, yeah, how many yeah. likes we can get? Well, in of this, course. Right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. It, it. Sometimes it. I mean, it does get down to that. Sometimes you know mm -hmm. what I mean. But yeah. but at, at the end of the day, it is about the music, and it's about 
the sound, you know? That's important. That's, yeah. a, that's a very important lesson. Because yeah. I think a lot of people, especially growing up, they want the fame and they want the numbers because mm -hmm. that's what will let people, that's, that, that's the sign of, you know, what, people, how many people like you and, mm -hmm. and how much prestige you have. It's, it's all about that. But um, it, it's important not to forget that as opposed to the result you're driving for, you got to love the process itself. And like you said, whether it's 100,000 people or 10 or one person who comes up to you on the street, mm -hmm. you know, I think that comes back and speaks to why you're doing it and that not being for the results, which is right. getting the 100,000, getting the 100. So, yeah, I, I really like that answer, man. Thank you. Yeah. And then the last question by T.PK. We kind of asked this one already, but what's one thing that you wish you knew sooner in music production? Oh, man. Or um, more. Or more. <laughs> uh, was, uh, man, I, I wish I knew. Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> some, like, uh, you don't have to choose one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some common answers we hear when it mm -hmm. comes to, like, yeah. things I wish I knew sooner or I wish I knew earlier is, like, be patient. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That stuff or. Or just, like, um, don't overthink. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the biggest one. Just don't overthink shit. Yeah, just do the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Just and and keep creating. Just just yeah. just create. Cuz like just keep creating constantly, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like a mentality that you should that you've carried in times when you produce something and you're like that one's not it. Like this one kind of sucks. Um is it more so I just got to put out another beat. I got to keep pushing gotta keep going or is it like all right i'll let it sit and then when it comes to me i'll go back at it yeah i always like if i make something i always let it sit yeah i always let it sit a couple of days because then like your ears get tired yeah you never like, really yeah, force the issue yeah right? don't force mm -hmm. issues like i was whenever mm -hmm. i'll be working on something and say like i'm working on just like trying to get like like the sound exactly how i want it to sound mm -hmm. and i'm like working too long at it like been like 30 minutes just working on this one thing, I'll fucking exit out and just start a new one. Yeah. Yeah, because then, like, and then come back to it, like, after. And you'd be like, oh, shit, that's what I was trying to do. Like, you know what I mean? Because with fresh mm. ears, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's like cleansing your palate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like when sure. you're eating sushi and you eat the ginger to cleanse your palate. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of like that. Okay. It's yeah. kind of like, kind of just got to steer away from it for a little bit. Or just even just like walk away, smoke a cigarette, or like smoke a joint or something, mm -hmm. like walk away from it, and then like listen to it from a distance. Yeah. Or like do something like. Yeah. yeah. I need to practice that more. Cause yeah. You kind of just kind of just step back and be like, wait, all right, what the fuck was I tr actually trying to do? Right. Because mm -hmm. then you get so lost in like these little details, yes. and you're like, oh my god, how the fuck am I so focused on this little detail? Like, what was I actually trying to do? You got to sit back, like, okay. Yes. I so you're looking that. at it like yeah. like super close, and then you're like, wait a minute. I should yeah. Be looking at it like this. That's <laughs> a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be staring at the screen for like four hours, just trying to like edit or color something, and it's like mm -hmm. it looks too brown. Like yeah, 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 and yeah. Like I'm, I forget why I'm even doing this video in the first place. Like wait a minute. Like what am I doing? You know, it's like okay, wait, wait, wait. it's been five hours. I feel like shit. You know, I'm just yeah. like, all right, maybe I should take a step up. But but sometimes I'm like no, like like I'm just gonna keep going until I get it, until I break through, and that just ends up being self-destructive right? yeah, yeah yeah so I, yeah. I like that philosophy i think you need it actually is in your benefit to take a step up and stand up and just refresh re cleanse your palate right yeah. use that ginger yeah yeah, <laughs> use that that ginger. ginger I, I hate ginger 
<laughs> I, I don't like ginger either. Maybe wasabi. I hate ginger. How's wasabi? Yeah, wasabi. I wasabi love wasabi. Better. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm better with wasabi. I fucking too. hate ginger. Use that wasabi. I fucking hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I think we can close up from there because that was just super valuable. We got to open the shop pretty soon. Mm -hmm. yeah. But JR, dude, thank you so much for your of time, course, man. man. Yeah, thank man. you for this having me. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming out. I appreciate yeah, it. Dude. That was fun. That's great. Cool. Check out Jared's new song coming out on SoundCloud very soon. All, all platforms. platforms. Yeah. Right? All platforms. We'll make sure to link, link that. Yes, Do you have sir. any last plugs? Where can people find you? Um, are you on TikTok? Are you on? Oh, no. Where are you at? <laughs> I mean, no, just follow my uh, Spotify. <laughs> I need more followers on Spotify. Nice. All right. Jared Jared's the man. Spotify. You won't regret it. Cool. Jared Jared's on Spotify. All right, guys. Yeah. This has been The Crossroads. My name is Nico Castro. I'm Kai Go. And thank we had Jared Jared's today. Dude, thank you so much. I'll be like, I'm Jared yeah. Jared's. <laughs> Signing out. I'm I was ready, dude. Yeah. All right. Is it my this turn? Is, is it my this turn? This The Crossroads. My name is Nico Castro. I'm Kai Go. I'm Jared Jared's. <laughs> and we're signing out. Thank you guys Thanks, for listening. Until next time. Peace. Easy. Cool. Yeah, dude, dude, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that went by quick. Yeah. What is up, you guys? It's Kai again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Crossroads. Your listenership makes all this work worth it. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at thecrossroadz underscore or visit us at anchor.fm slash crossroads. There, you can leave a voice message or questions for future episodes. And if you really enjoy the content, you can even become an Anchor supporter by donating a small monthly fee, whether that be a dollar or five dollars a month. We will give you a shout out on all future episodes of The Crossroads. And if you're short on cash and can't donate, no worries, we feel you. You can still support the show in the best way possible by sharing The Crossroads with a friend. That way, you will not only be supporting us by bringing us new, valuable listenership, but by helping your friends gain new knowledge. Hope to hear from you soon, you guys. Take care, till next time.